Wild Card Weekend, baby! Hit it again, Brad. Recap edition. What's good? Backdoor cover. It's Micah. It's Brad. What's up? It's Wild Card Weekend Recap Edition. For the Let's record, go. that was you pushing that button, not me. That that terrible hand-eye coordination, lack of rhythm, is coming from the mind of Micah. Or the hands of Micah. The sausage fingers of Micah. Mind of Micah. Welcome to Backdoor the Cover, everybody. The sweaty upper lip of Micah. Oh, it is lit. One more time. How you doing, Brad? I'm pretty How damn good. How was the weekend? Good. Was it wild? Mm, I wouldn't go that far, but it was a good weekend. The football was good. Football was incredible. Football man. was real good. Love the football. I love football. Football's good. You like it? I like football in general, yeah. That is a shock to me. Pro football, college football, I'm into it. The I pros, did. they were great. I could have sworn you were just into spreadsheets and, and things like that. No, no, not me. Wrong. Hey, the Dallas Cowboys have a new head coach, Brad. Tell me about it. How excited are you for Mike McCarthy? Hmm. Super Bowl winner. Uh, yeah. Guess who's not excited? Why not? This Cowboys fan. Yeah? That Cowboy over there sitting across from me? <laughs> yeah, giddy up. I don't like Mike McCarthy. Why? I just don't like him. He seems like a big, fat prick. He's a fat slob. I think we should just get both the Ryan brothers and just have the fattest, You're ugliest group. You just foot fetish and freakville out of I read an article Dallas, today Texas. about how... Uh, his relationship with Aaron Rodgers was deterior deteriorated over years, but it, at some point down the stretch of his career, uh, his time spent there, about once a week he just went show up for a meeting and like one Rogers? of Rodgers? No, 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 McCarthy, McCarthy, and one of his assistant coaches would like lead like the the final walkthrough before a meeting on Saturday. Okay, and uh, then it found people found out that Aaron Rodgers' personal masseuse was actually up in McCarthy's. Uh, office giving him a massage while the rest of the team was meeting. Wow. He got massage cucked. And then people, uh, then there was like widespread, uh, there was widespread uh, theories around the, the Packers that Rogers planted the story and was gossiping and leaking it to the media. Could you imagine? No, he's not doing it to the media. He's like hanging out in <sighs> coffee shops in like Green Bay, Wisconsin. He's like, hey, have you heard uh, Mike McCarthy, what he's doing instead of coming to meetings? Small town Green Bay. You got me? You follow me? Aaron Rodgers isn't hanging out in any coffee shop in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You don't think he's doing the discount no, getting, double check in the coffee shop? No, he's getting fucking just hounded by people. Here's the uh, the uh, quote from a Bleacher Report piece. About once a week, a meeting would start up, and McCarthy was MIA. Players weren't sure. Uh, players weren't quite sure where he was. While, for example, an assistant coach would run the team's final prep on the Saturday before a game. Eventually, word leaked that McCarthy, the one calling plays on game day, was up in his office getting a massage during those meetings. Mm. That is fine use of the anyway, clock. Anyway, just, if, if just cover me unimpressed type of, uh, with this. Of with stuff this. you can do, that's good stuff. Color me unimpressed. And as the Cowboys, the new schedule release uh, last week, mm. Cowboys play at Baltimore, at the L.A. Rams, at the Vikings, at Seattle, and get the 49ers at home. This team stinks. They're a bunch of fucking dogs, and I don't think Mike McCarthy's the guy to turn around. Well, Seattle's at least worse at home now than they are on the road, so that's good for you. That's a long way away. We shouldn't be talking about 2020, but yeah, 
anyway, it's all a long way of saying I'm not excited. Uh, I guess if you if the the goal is to go get a uh, a coach with experience, there aren't too many guys out there uh, that have won Super Bowls and are I still relatively sure they young. They're going to pull somebody out of the college ranks. They went to the playoffs eight straight years. There's only four coaches in history that had done that. You're talking about Green Bay, yeah, under McCarthy. So he's you know on paper it works. He just always seems like a big fat dope to me, and I know that he's built like a, a shed, mm. like a, a football shrine, and he's been doing the McCarthy method or something where he's he's been in a lab just studying football and doing analytics and putting his practice schedule together and shit. But what do you think he's really doing in that lab? That's my question. And then when was the last time of uh, the, the same story gets written about every football coach that's been out of football for a year? Yeah. Oh, except for Rex Ryan. He's just playing with feet. Yeah, except for Rex. But that, oh, he's been in the lab and he's been evaluating. He's preparing for he's going to be a better coach the next time. He's been paying toenails. Like, I want the... the the uh, I want the story. The next head coach to the talks to Peter King be like, "Oh yeah, I spent ten months just drunk as a rat, drinking whiskey. I was depressed as shit. My wife hates me. She wants me to get out of the house. I've been eating cheeseburgers. Mike McCarthy looks fat as a house. He looks fatter than he's ever been. He's he's been unhealthy. He hasn't spent the last year of unemployment getting in shape. I, I just I've don't been like nothing the guy. but meatballs and cheese. Yeah, I've just been eating meatball hoagies and drinking whiskey all day." Nobody's going to say that. Of course he's going to tell Peter King that he's in the lab studying football. He wants another football job. You think his LinkedIn says in the lab? Hey, but if you want to hear about someone who was depressed following a uh, firing or at least being laid off, you should listen to Mind of Micah. Was your severance package similar to Mike McCarthy's? (laughs) It was not. It was not. Brad Key and I, uh, who you're listening to here, Brad and I talk about Mike. Brad joined me for part one of Micah's... 2019 year in review. Really, it's part one. It's just Q1. Fourth. We yeah. only got through through March, but um, Brad and I both got laid off in that mar- in that month of March, and we got very into it. Mm. I went through the five steps of grieving in that month, and uh, but yeah, like if you if I went and talked to a reporter, of course I would tell him I had spent uh, you know hours in the lab cultivating podcast uh, you know podcast strategy. Yeah. But in reality, You're I was going just like sad. It's just a big sad bitch, and then I was an angry bitch for a little while. I didn't drink much in that month. In that month, no, you refused to drink. Yeah, it I refused. Infuriated me because I didn't. I didn't want to go full Mike McCarthy and I was look like, like bro, shit when I got my. Can next we show. just eat some meatballs and drink some booze? Come on, I let's go, Mike I McCarthy. Because I, like, I knew, left on my own devices, I would look like Mike McCarthy. I'd lock myself in the. Oh, I'm in the lab, baby. Meanwhile, I'm yeah, just drinking whiskey when straight you didn't out of the get bottle. Your in after it, yeah, it was, was a real, long week. I was I was real grumpy. Long month, I should say. Anyway, shouts to Mike McCarthy. Shouts to my Cowboys. I, I'm sure we're going to win several Super Bowls. So, um, Mind the shrine. Not. Mind the McCarthy shrine. Did you hear about the uh, ex-Bachelor contestant who won a million dollars playing Daily Fantasy? No, because I don't care for the Bachelor. Well, it doesn't matter. They're just that. How great is that headline? Apparently, two people that met on Bachelor in Paradise, which is a spinoff of The Bachelor. The Bachelor comes back on tonight, by the way. Don't care. I don't either. But if you do, you could listen to Wash Media. They, they do... That's part of their Patreon. You should choke yourself out of the belt. Okay. Um, <laughs> you like anyway, that, but you acted like you didn't. <laughs> two people that met on Bachelor in Paradise uh, are now married, and the woman in this relationship won a million dollars playing Daily Fantasy You think they signed a prenup? You think Homeboy's getting a cut of that? I don't know, but apparently <laughs> apparently, this is Jade Roper Tolbert is her name. Ropel Turpert. And she, her husband okay. named Tanner... Uh, Ropel Turpert? Yeah, who I don't know. 
uh, Tanner Tolbert, mm. is a well-known high-volume daily fantasy player. And she and won and he didn't? He won. Okay. But this is being investigated now because you're only allowed to play 150 contests a day. Oh, so he's using his wife's And identity. they played 300, and they played 298 different lineups Jesus. out of those 300. I wonder how much money they invested. And so that. now they're being, well, apparently they played all 17 weeks. Like but what's their net winning? A million dollars. I know a oh, million dollars net? they're winning, but well, if know. they're playing like 300 lineups per week. I don't know. But not they, a million dollars anymore. I, it's probably not that much less though. Mm. Anyway, shouts to shouts to her, whoever she is. Don't you don't you try to be fraudulent with our our gambling America? DraftKings trying to DraftKings has not paid them out yet and is now investigating. So. You're not getting your uh, draft capital. But apparently, there. this this like team betting is legal by their rules, mm. but it's a widely held. People do this all the time. Mm. So it's, it's illegal it's a, according to rules. So yeah, it's against the rules. But how can this you is prove pro- that they have broken the it's, rules? There's no way you can prove it. Basically, yeah. So come. Well, for we'll me. see. It may just not pay him. Maria Ropatopa. I've heard that uh, possession is nine tenths of the law. Well, they don't possess shit yet. Exactly. So <laughs> they're going to have to lawyer up to get their money. I would imagine. Uh, anyway, well, if you really like look at it from the perspective of who is their best clients, people who do ignorant shit like bet three hundred times in a single week for 17 straight weeks so if you're gonna fuck those guys you're sh- sending a, a message to all of your most degenerative gamblers that you're gonna fuck them too might not be the best most business savvy idea just saying i don't think it's gonna slow them down uh shouts to tua who announced that he's gonna go pro today okay just want to put that out there any other things uh mike nolan is gonna be the defense coordinator for the cowboys don't care not excited you don't not like impressed. mike nolan either huh no, he looks tight though. I always thought he he he's a tight looking dude. You you care for his personal branding? Yeah, he was the guy who was the coach of the Niners and used to wear a suit. I think. You think he's gonna wear a suit for the Cowboys? Uh, no, he's the assistant now. You'll you'll wear whatever your fat head coach tells you to wear. I'm I'm just really offended by how fat and ugly and terrible Mike McCarthy looks. Like you had a year to get yourself in shape, put yourself together. Hmm. Am I wrong about this? I mean, kind of, but whatever. What do you want him to do? He's a big dude. He's always been big. He's been big for like 30 years. He just looks terrible. He looks terrible. He looks the same way he always looked. He looks worse. That's what I'm saying. He looks worse. I've seen photos of him today. He looks terrible. I I got news for you, Micah. You know, he spent the night at Jerry's house last night. They had a sleepover. That's how Jerry closed the deal. At Jerry World? (laughs) Yeah, the real Jerry World. I wonder if they were drinking Jesus juice. Just a lot of Johnny Walker Blue, I bet. I'm looking at your face, and you like keep on telling yourself not to say these things, but you keep on letting them out. Just so much Johnny Walker. All right, let's go to these games. There were only four games this weekend, and those are the only four games we're going to talk about because that's it. That's the I'm rules. not talking about them's any, the rules, Mike. Not talking about any bowl game between six and six teams. Uh, just not going to do it. And we'll be back. I, the national championship game is when, Brad? Uh, I the think 8th? it's the 11th. No, no, no. It's next Monday, I think. Ah. Or Tuesday, yeah, it's Monday night, the thirteenth. I was actually trying to nail down the Monday, the thirteenth, but I was guessing so we'll, it was the eleventh. We'll Anyways. preview that uh, later this week when Brad and I are back to preview uh, the wild card games. Yeah, and we may do a se- separate episode just for the college football. We certainly will. Okay, we're saying maybe. Yeah, we will go all in, baby. All right, four games. They were all fucking great. I love wild. Card all weekend. of them were great. It was so lit. All one possession games. Amazing. Uh, three three road teams win. Uh, all I guess 
I guess Seattle wasn't an underdog, but uh, three road teams uh, went on went on the road. But they did cover Seattle. Yes, they did. You're right. So, anyways, okay. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Not that that really so that's matters. Not an underdog, but three three road it. teams. Okay. Let's, uh, let's start with the first game in the early Saturday slot, the always Houston Texans slot. Uh, the Texans come back from was it sixteen nothing? Yeah, I think it was yes, sixteen it nothing. Was. And I was sitting with Peter the Irish guy while he was he was literally giving foot massages to the uh, yeah. the Bills quarterback. He loves him so much, Allen. Oh, Allen, because he's racist. These, well, maybe I don't think so though. No, Josh Allen got popped for some racist tweets. Right oh, I thought you were about Peter the Irish no, guy. Peter's he's racist also too. questionably racist. He's so, very racist. One of the biggest Pete loves loves him some Allen. Though. He does. He, he was talking about how accurate he was and shit. It's it was, weird. It was hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. We had a bunch of money, both of him, uh, him and I, on on uh, Buffalo. So we were just sitting there patting each other on the back, talking about how accurate, how great y'all are. Allen, did, is. what was the line? When did it close at? What, or did you like have Buffalo two and a half up? or oh, three, no. something like that? I took Buffalo like money line. I was like. Pfft. They got. There's no chance that I thought this was over. Like, and as soon as the first drive was done, we were sending each other congratulations, like texts and stuff, patting Man, each other on the that back. Fir- that first Buffalo drive might have been the best drive of the whole the whole pl- uh, the it whole. It was weekend. a nut crush. It was so tight. Yes, they're throwing Josh Allen busting long runs. He's catching touchdown passes. They pulled out all the stops. They were just. They looked like a million bucks um, against Houston that first drive. They get up sixteen to nothing, and then Houston comes back. Uh, J.J. Watt said there was a spark. How many... I, I wonder if there's a way to find out how many times they said J.J. Watt on the ESPN broadcast. I know that I was so tired of hearing it that I called J.J. Watt a twat. And that was when he started to be like contributing. Like I sent it to the uh, back uh, the uh, Titan High uh, text thread. I said, J.J. Watt is a twat. And Mitch loved it. He laughed. And then immediately after, J.J. Watt started affecting the game. It was a... The amount of love they were showing J.J. Watt was unbelievable. Somebody can find me a stat how many times uh, they actually said it. J.J. Watt? Yeah. Every time J.J. Watt did anything, like, oh, here comes J.J. Here comes J.J. Watt. Then they were showing T.J. Watt. Oh, yeah, he was in the uh, booth. He's like, hey, he's an all-pro, you know. Yeah, I I didn't know that. And then, of course, J.J. was mic'd up the whole time, even though he says nothing interesting. The only thing J.J. Watt says, and I'm sure we'll be mic'd up next week, is, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, we get it, JJ. Let's go. That's and then be great. Let's go. Missing in Maine. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just enough. And ESPN apparently is is worse at this than all the other networks, but Okay. We'll see that that game uh, this week is no their ESPN is done, thankfully. Booger McFarland. Get out. I'm I'm sick of Booger. You don't like the Booger boy? I used to be Booger's biggest fan. I, I thought he was great on the ESPN net, or on the SEC network five or six years ago when it first started. Uh and he was like an analyst. He was great. I thought he would be good on Monday Night Football. He was okay in the Booger Mobile. He was better a million times better than Jason Witten. Okay. He just says so many just totally stupid things and just meaningless things. I mean, he kept saying things that were just so dumb. Yeah. You know, they they really got to go for it here on this third down. Yeah, it's third down. They really got to go should, for this. You know, there's a big difference between a touchdown and a field goal. Thank you. True. Uh, Booger just killed me. And Joe Tess, who I, I generally used to like when he was doing Thursday night games, and they were wild. I just It's just I'm out on the entire – I mean, we've been out on the ESPN Monday night football thing the whole time, but 
What a crazy, uh, I'm, I'm just sick of it, but shouts to the Texans who, uh, pulled, pulled some, pulled some junk out and, and came back and won this pulled game. Pulled their junk out. Indeed. They really did. They played great, uh, coming back, you know, but here's the deal with the Texans and and they didn't have Will Fuller, who we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that they won without him was impressive. This is all about DeAndre Hopkins and much more. You think Sean Watson? Uh, absolutely. Is. Deshaun Watson. I'd almost even go a step further, and I'd say the two dudes who sandwiched him and didn't wrap up. That's who this is really about. What are you doing? Well, that was overtime. By that point, no, Deshaun wasn't. Watson. Yeah, that that play happened in overtime. Oh, did it? Yeah, but by that that point, Deshaun Watson already played like the fucking Michael Jordan, like go. he claims to be. Yeah, the the dude is amazing. And yeah, he's a freak. It seemed like you know they were down until the until the fourth quarter. Um it seemed like he sort of flipped a switch at some point and said, I got to take this game over. And that, here's no, the reality. Wasn't the, uh, He's got to take the game over. That the, wasn't the only- in overtime because he took it down. They scored that possession. And in overtime, they just kicked a field goal, didn't they? Yeah, I think that got him down into scoring position. They kicked a, a short field goal. Okay, anyways, go ahead. My point is, he's got to just play. The, the Texans are only going to be as good as, as Deshaun Watson – like they can only, the, their ceiling is as high as Deshaun Watson's ceiling. Mm. And if he plays like fucking Superman, he can lift them. They, they're he's capable. He's capable. Yeah. But he's got to do it. And and do I, you know, the, they're in the they're in the wild card. They're they're I can't I don't see a scenario where they win two more games to go to the Super Bowl. Uh he's just going to be too worn out. So who do they got next week? Have you looked at well, of course I've looked. Go uh, ahead, tell me. Well, I don't have it open right now. Oh, okay, so, so you hadn't looked. Well, I, I have looked. They You're showed too us the whole fucking time. remember? Yeah, I, I don't remember these games at all, actually. <laughs> I got it right here. Houston has... Oh, shit, I don't have it. This is bad. This is good, this is good radio right here. So Houston... Houston is at the Chiefs. Yeah, they're going to get worked. Texans are at the Chiefs. and But... Yeah, I don't think... Uh, anyway, this is all a long way of saying, like, Deshaun Watson realized, like, I've just got to go fucking make it happen. i got to run around. i got to make fucking plays. i gotta, I got to do it with my feet. i got to stand in there and get hit. Well, I mean, i got to throw the ball to... to uh, What's his name? And, and like, th- that's it. Like, i got to go to my best players, and i got to... DeAndre Hopkins didn't have a catch in the first half, I don't yeah, think. No, and he in just his first said, catch, like, he fumbled. Yeah, I'm but pretty he, sure. at a certain point, just said, "I got to force the ball to DeAndre Hopkins, and I got to make it happen on my feet." That's what and no, nobody else too. can do shit. Yeah, and they didn't do shit, and he did it. That was enough for them to do it. He was amazing in overtime. He was great in, in regulation. Um, big shouts to Deshaun Watson. I mean, the the he made the the play that you talked about, which was in overtime. Um, it's the play of the year. So it's far. the greatest play in Texans history. I think. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. I mean, the Texans have won wild card games before. Uh, but never, never with like, never in dramatic ways, never, never really looking like contenders, never having a high ceiling. Uh, generally, they've won these wild card games with backup quarterbacks, and, you know, they've never been rolling. I don't think they can beat the Chiefs, and they're a big underdog, but this Texans team is playing now, and, and they deserve credit. And hopefully, Will Fuller will come back, and then we'd have an interesting game. That would be something, wouldn't it? Yeah. I still don't think we'll have so. A game, shouts though. to the Texans. Let's go to the second game. Okay, the uh, Saturday nighter, uh, a shocker. I'd say. I don't know if it's the biggest shock of the weekend or not. The Minnesota game was pretty surprising too. But no, 
Not as shocking as this one. This is a shocker, man. Tennessee goes to Tennessee or goes to New England, wins twenty to thirteen in what could be Tom Brady's last game. Who knows if that's actually with true. New England? He said he's coming back for sure. Otherwise, he apparently came out today and said he's played through a foot injury he suffered in December, which is always LeBron always James love treatment. When people do that, yeah, yeah. After they lose, oh, but I've been a hero for so long. Well, it wasn't his fault. My that arms they lost. I, Shockingly, Ryan fucking Tannehill wins a road game, and. Uh, I don't know England. how much you want to give Ryan Tannehill beats. I mean, he he went eight so, for fifteen for seventy two yards. Okay, of touchdown and a pick. He started the game though. <laughs> well, he did start. the Derrick Henry is a fucking okay, monster. Now we're talking. let's talk about Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is the baddest dude ever. No, did he not look just like Eddie George? He's a tall, upright he runs running up. yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah. I was watching. I was like, oh, this looks just like Eddie George. And I, don't I retweeted know why I remember this that, the other but, day, but. Uh, do you want to know what Derrick Henry did in high school? Okay. I bet he hurt people a lot. He had uh, 55 touchdowns. In his senior year? <laughs> I think this is his senior year. He averaged 9.2 yards per carry. And uh, how about... How he about, couldn't uh, have had 52 touchdowns in his how senior about, year. Oh, yeah. It's like 12 games. He had 55 touchdowns in 13 games. No, he couldn't. Have. 55, and he averaged 327 yards per game. How many ga- How many touchdowns per game is that? Like four, five, six? Yeah, four at least. <laughs> Fifty-five. Well, I mean, could you imagine getting run over that? I did the math on this. It's ridiculous. Three. He averaged three hundred twenty-seven yards a game. I don't think he's grown any since high school. Yet. He. That's four point <laughs> two touch. Four point two. He looks the exact same as he was when he was at Alabama. Well, and, and I think Bomani Jones put up that video. Uh, put up the screenshot of him standing next to uh, Mark Ingram, like uh, in. When they were at at uh, at Bama, like he, the was national like a, championship he was a freshman, game. and Ingram yeah. was the senior. Ingram was like no, rook, Ingram was like a, a, a freshman or a senior, a rookie in the pros, and he was like wearing a letter jacket. Okay, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it was like a ceremonial coin toss before a national championship game yeah. or something. And <laughs> he's like a thousand percent larger. Henry is six just foot huge. three, two fifty. He's a beast. That's a linebacker, and the fastest dude on the field. Yeah. He's a big, big, big boy. And they just ran it. I mean, they get all the credit. I'm surprised it took him this long to get this elite. I just, I'm worried. He does run up, right, man? Like, you you are exposed for injury that way. We'll see. I hope he stays healthy forever. Uh, another, I mean, you know, this was really a one-point game, and then Tennessee got the pick six right at the end. Uh, but they led 15 to 14. Did you, or 14 to 13. Did you see the uh Yeah, I was the, at the Camp penalties. Did you see the penalties? What was Camp Miss Mitch like during that? The, with uh, six minutes left. Okay, so I just watched the first half of Camp Miss Mitch, so I didn't oh, see the this. end. I didn't you, see when they melted down. you know what I'm talking down. about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, at so home. There's like six so and a half minutes that. left. Uh, Tennessee chooses to punt. They take a delay of game penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. then the clock continues to run. Right. And then they took a false start penalty, which continues the clock to run another 40 seconds. Because you can't take back-to-back delay of gay penalties. That will stop the clock. But if you get another pre-snap penalty, it does not stop the clock. They found a loophole, which was originally exploited by Bill Belichick several weeks ago, which is hilarious. And Bill Belichick's out there screaming, this is fucking bullshit. And he, he knew just got, damn well it's not. He knew damn well what was happening. It was hilarious. Uh, and it actually worked. At the time, everyone said, this is a bad strategy because you're going to give uh, Tom Brady the ball with less than four, you know, less than five minutes left. Left with down just a point, mm-hmm. he's going to go score. You're going to need that time. 
but shortening the game worked for them, and it worked for them twice because they they it, it worked. It really worked. He outcoached the uh, Mike Vary- Vrabel. Yeah, I mean, sort of. It worked. They ran. New England ran out of time. It was fun because after the pick six, New England got the ball back, but only enough time for a kickoff return. If you would have given them a minute left, only down uh, only down seven points, they would have had a chance to go down the field. Hmm. So that last minute really mattered. Now, that being said, if the guy who intercepted that Brady pass would just fallen down at the one yard line, they could have taken a knee, and the game would have been over. Hmm. That would have been the the more strategic way to play it. But the guy was running full speed towards the end zone. It's hard to slam on the brakes. I wonder if Peter's mad at me because all night when we were watching the Texans and we were leading up to because I left at halftime of the uh, Patriots game, I was saying. I'm really worried about you, man. I'm really worried. And he was like, I woke up this morning. Zero worry. He was he was confident as he all get out. Eesh, that's tough, man. Has anyone heard from Peter the Irish guy? I have I'll have to check in with him in the morning. See in the midst of a three day bender? Maybe I'll check in with him tonight because he doesn't like the morning so much. Should we call him? Nah. Nah, let's let him be. I think we should call him live on the podcast. I will tell you this. Okay, let's call him. But what I did do for the record. I risked two dollars on the Tennessee Titans to win the Super Bowl at plus four thousand to win eighty bucks. So I'm one step closer to that. Wow! Are you impressed? I, I I'm not. It's I, a I don't coward's think that, bet. I don't think that's a. The, I don't think they can win the Super Bowl. But um, for them, just to be the the Patriots wasn't reasonable enough. Of it, you'd have to like bet a bunch of money to win any sort of. It wasn't very good odds, basically. Well. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was and that's bad not fun. So I wanted to put absolutely no money on it and uh, win a whole bunch. Are we calling him? We're calling Peter. Let's see what Peter the Irish guy. Peter the Irish guy who was born in Ireland but is somehow a fan of of the Patriots and the Yankees and... Uh, new, uh, he's uh, Ohio State and the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. You would fucking know that damn well. It's Let's true. see if he answers. He's probably too big of a coward. Yeah, right. If he doesn't pick up, it's because he's like in the middle of a bowling match or something. Who answers their phone in 2020? Nobody, I guess. All text message, baby. Should we leave him if voicemail? he sees that you're calling him, he might have to pick up. He probably doesn't have my number. Call has been forwarded to oh, an automatic no. voice message oh, system. Two zero. I can't, I can't let people hear Peter's Two number. zero Ireland. Yeah. All right. Well, that was disappointing. Maybe he'll call back later. Maybe not. Uh, is this the end of an era? I mean, people are so fucking quick to be like, oh, that's the end of the dynasty. We killed the dynasty. I don't know if that's true. New England, if they beat Miami the week before, they're in a bye, and and this never happens. Uh, Tennessee looks like a dangerous team. I, I don't know, man. I, I just... I think people are too quick to try and bury the Patriots. This is a team that went... They still went 12-4, and four, and if they beat... If they just beat Ryan Fitzpatrick in Miami... They're, they have another buy and nothing's wrong. We're, we're waiting this week for them to, you know, get a home game and win it. Now, you could, you could obviously say that this is a team that had problems all season. And, and offensively, no. they had, well, offensively, they did. They were, they were doing everything they, they could to score points. And I think they started 10 0. Whatever. They did not have they, problems all season. They started well, having they problems did. like the offense had week su- substantial 10. cracks. Uh, the defense had been amazing. The defense was good. The defense only gave up 14 points. Not to mention they had the greatest receiving corps of all time for like one week. Uh, that's true. And the, they ended with the worst receiving corps of all time in the playoff game. If Antonio Brown 
can just not be the biggest fucking creep on and earth. Flash Gordon can stop smoking weed. And Flash Gordon weed. just stop doing drugs or smoking weed or whatever. Ugh. Does, this is another great drugs. game, though. Yeah. I enjoyed this quite quite a lot. And, yeah. I, and I do get enjoyment watching Brady lose at home and Belichick, who's fucking cranky today and won't commit to Brady and all sorts of stuff. I love all of it. I love it. I want to see uh, Boston and its fans and New England just burn. Not literally, Who's but... playing quarterback for them next year if they don't have him? I don't know. I saw an article today that said they should just trade for Cam Newton. Which Oh, God, that would hurt my feelings so yeah, bad if they too. got him. He'd be good immediately. Let's go to uh, Sunday. Okay. Another fucking classic. All, all of these... Well, these first three games especially were just absolute classics. I watched this one from the golf course. How about that? Oh, wow. I was watching on my telephone on the golf course. Isn't that lit? That's and a, I was a with a Saints fan from New Orleans. He wasn't much of a fan if he's from New Orleans and a Saints fan, and he's not, the, and he's on the golf course and not drinking heavily. We were uh, I guess he could have been drinking. He heavily. was drinking, and we were watching. Who was that? Uh, you don't know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, he's cooler than you. Shouts to Mark Allen, uh, who posted a photo of him and his wife, or his wife drinking, uh, double fisting white claws. Have I ever told you I don't know who Mark Allen is? He's a, he's a fan of the podcast. <laughs> he's a friend of ours. Well, he's a friend of yours. He's a medical doctor. Well, I appreciate his fandom. I just, every time you talk about Mark Allen and you talk about him like I know him, I just wanted to say for the record, I don't know him. I love you, Mark Allen. Thank you for listening, but. Well, shouts to Mark Allen and shouts to. Double to, fisting. Well, his wife had two white claws and he tagged me on it. I should have reposted it. Yeah, on what Instagram account? The one that you killed? <laughs> for the record. At Michael Weiner. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, that cover has been stomped out by Micah and his copyright infringements. Are you ready to? Are you ready no, to be shamed? We can't publicly? talk about this because we can't talk about it. <laughs> we've been we've been blocked. Are you are you going to delete this or what are you doing here? No, I'm just. We're, oh, you're going to make it really I'm awkward. Get quiet and hope that you don't say anything else. Yeah, you you're the best, Micah. Okay, onward. If you're look, if you're a follower of Backdoor Cover, don't be surprised if you don't see any more stuff for a while. What are you doing now? Just making sure nobody swooped it. You can steal it now. I hope not. There's like 12 backdoor covers out there. Now we're really fucking up. Anyway, the Saints, they lose at home. Mark Allen, Saints fan, feel bad for you. The Minnesota Vikings go to New Orleans, win this game in overtime, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do that thing. that I. How you like it? How you like me now? How no. You, what is it? I'm going to do that thing where I bitch. Yeah, because you had all your uh, marbles on the uh, Saints there. I, I did. I did. They were my pick to win the Super Bowl. But no, I bitch about uh, the NFL overtime rule. It's unfair. Okay. It's lame. What's unfair about it? That both teams don't get the ball. They do both get the ball. No, not if you score a touchdown. That's what happened here. Minnesota got the ball. They go down, they score a touchdown, they win the game. Oh, you're right, actually. And it's unfair. It's stupid. It's just unnecessary. Why wouldn't both teams get one shot? I don't know. Like, it's football. We want more football. Give I guess us the it is football. sudden death, but... You know what? Well, it's not sudden death. Well, it is. It's if one you scores, you lose. That's a sudden death situation. Well, only in a touchdown. So, oh, sudden death yeah, yeah, refers yeah. to any, any points. I just... Especially in the playoffs. You don't have to do this in a regular season. But in the playoffs, give both teams a shot. Am I right? You're right. There's no there's no excuse for this. Like, who wants and less I mean, football I besides the people who just won? And I'm going to say something else that's controversial. Okay. It was offensive pass interference on the touchdown. It was. I don't think that's controversial. He pushed off. Controversial. 
it was clear. He extended his arm. It is, by the letter of the law, offensive pass interference. And to have that happen to the fucking Saints in New Orleans for the mm. second year in a row, it's got to be fucking heartbreaking. And they didn't review it. And they, they didn't review it. And if they would have reviewed it. They couldn't it, have. No, they could have. If they had, then they would have either had to overturn it or there'd be riots. I mean, it's a tough spot. But, and then I'll say this, over the course of the year, whenever there's been penalties, almost no pass interference have been overturned. Mm-hmm. Like that play would not, after video review, would not have been overturned. You don't think? No. Well, then there would that's have been why a they real didn't problem. But if they showed well, no, that play no, what I'm twelve times it, in the stadium, replaying it, they what would I'm saying have is lit- if they would have done that according to the standard they set during the season. Okay, that is not enough to overturn that call. Mm. But in reality, if you've got eyeballs and you see a big motherfucker push someone off and extend his arm, that's pass interference. Hey, size shouldn't matter. Well, it does. Well, it shouldn't. And you're right. They would have burned that place to the ground. Oh, my God. They had to burn the Superdome all the way down. Shouts to Taysom Hill, who had a fucking unbelievable game. Throwing, running, catching, passing, doing all the things they did. I said throwing and passing, but running on punts. I, he did throw and pass. He was amazing. And he's a free agent, so he probably made himself quite a bit of money. Um, but that being said, the, the Vikings deserve a lot of credit here. Uh, the Vikings, they're fine. The Vikings are another team that look dangerous to me. Do you me. think Taysom Hill soaked after the game? Soaked? Isn't he no, a Mormon? Isn't he, he went to BYU. We don't know if he's actually a Mormon. Do you think he soaked? That was when soaking was in vogue. It's still in vogue, buddy. Mike is smiling hugely for the record. Just because he had awkward silences doesn't mean he doesn't enjoy this conversation. <laughs> look, let's give, give credit where credit is due. The Vikings deserve the credit. You like that? Did you like Kirk Cousins in the locker room after the game saying you like that? He looks like Xerxes. The Saints had tough calls. The Saints had tough luck. Three years in a row, the Saints have lost in the playoffs on the last play of the game. Do you know what? Uh, which is fucking unbelievable. Do you know what Drew Brees' postseason record is? Oh, no. What is it? Eight and eight. Well, they've lost three years in a row on the last play. And none of those were the and Super Bowl. Two of them at home. To put that into perspective. It's been a special like, year for the Saints. Three special years that have all gone to shit. It's tough. Put it in perspective, Brady. I, well, I was about to, and then I realized I do not have these statistics in front of me. But like Brady's won like 30 and like eight. And I think even Phillip Rivers. He started 46 games. 46 playoff games. Who did? Brady. Yeah, he won 30 of those. So 40, 30 and 16. But like Drew Brees is like 500 record basically or whatever eight and eight he's like encroaching upon like phil rivers uh well there was a lot of there a lot of people bitching on the internet this week about how uh drew Brees should have been in the all-time nfl quarterback right they named and 10 this is quarterbacks he, he wasn't one at the end of the day the guy's got one super bowl ring and now he's eight and eight in the playoffs if he hadn't won that super bowl jesus that would that well, not he's be also the, mo- the all-time leading passer well i'm not talking about in terms of Drew Brees. But, i'm talking about in terms of that fan base how many times have they got to be tortured if they hadn't uh, won the super bowl like would that not be the most tortured fan base of all time oh yeah, yeah. i mean and they were so bad for so long back when before we were children with Ricky Williams and them? No, before Wearing dresses that, and stuff? Back when uh, Archie Manning was playing, they just called him the Aints. People, <laughs> people wore bags on their heads back in these, the 80s. They were the worst team in football. Mm, mm, mm. But back to a good team. The Minnesota Vikings are strong. 
Strong. Strong to quite strong. The 10-6 and six Minnesota Vikings beat the 13-3 and three Saints. I mean, it just sucks. to One, that the Saints have to play in the wild card when they go 13-3. and three. And to have a season like this blow up sucks. So here's what I'm going to tell you. But oh, Go ahead. Let me tell you. Here's what I do not understand. Kamara has 15 touches total on the entire game. He is absolutely, absolutely one of the best running backs in the league. On the other side of the ball, they've... They, Cook has the appropriate amount of touches. I think he has 94 yards and two touchdowns, something like that. I don't have his statistics in front of me, but like... Dalvin Cook, 28 carries. 28. 94 yards, two touchdowns. And that's just carries. That doesn't even take into account how many receptions he had. And he caught zero balls. Okay, well, then that's I know, he caught three balls. So, so then that's 31. Shit. 31 touches, 31 touches. to Cal- Kumara's 15. And by absolutely no means is Kumara not on par with Cook and... On top of that, that's, in my opinion, amongst the most important factors is that you've got a reliable running game, that you've got a reliable running game, that you've got reliable tight ends. I think those are the two most important offensive aspects during the playoffs, and they just didn't ever, this entire year, get Kamara going. Yeah. I can't understand it. Well, shouts to the Vikings. They look as good as they've looked all season, though. you got to give them credit. You just give the ball to Cook, who's Cousins a difference maker. good, man. Thielen is back and healthy for the first time in several weeks. Uh, seven catches, 129. You know what's funny? People are still going to shit on Cousins. Stefan Diggs. What can he do? Only caught two balls. Stephon I mean, they can Diggs get better. Kyle Randolph. A little bitch fit. Did you watch this? I did, but he'll he'll be better by next week. Yeah, pull your shit together, Stefan. You're better than that. And you got Kyle Randolph. This team is looking good. Uh, and as we look towards next week, they... they uh, I'm not surprised. They've always. I'm not surprised, yeah. motherfucker. Is that what you're but, telling me? Uh, you know what? I won't be. I will be surprised by if they beat the 49ers because I think they're gonna get that ass ran. In a oh, I, I would so. not be surprised. You wouldn't. You would be. You would not be surprised if the uh, Minnesota Vikings won versus the 49ers. <laughs> no, I think the Vikings. I think. I, well, we'll, we're gonna pick the games later in the week. But okay, I, we'll get I think they might be my uh, my pick to win. My my underdog pick this oh, week. Oh, nice because you just. You uh you killed the Saints entire season and now you're gonna pick the Vikings. Great, so. that's All right, good. Let's, let's move on to the last game. We're already at 39 minutes. Shit. Uh, Seattle 17, Philadelphia nine. This game was mostly boring. Uh, for the for a lot of Seattle it. did it. They I finally kept trying took, to nap and it never really happened either. They finally took the entire Philadelphia roster to the practice squad by injuring the quarterback. It was the last step. They just needed one more injury. A brutal shot by Jadavion Clowney. Not necessarily a cheap shot, but a shot that knocked uh, Carson Wentz's head into the ground. Obviously the concussed. Back. Yeah, on a. It's hard to say which part leg. concussed him, but he was co- probably concussed twice by the initial impact and then the ground impact. Yeah, bad. It was head to head too. I mean, ugh. You just hate it for for Phillies fans, but I mean, I hate Philly fans, so it, I can't hate it for them that much. They're scum. You just don't like deserve you. good things, so you don't get them. But You're wearing Philly green right now. I do hate. I mean, you kind of hate it for Wentz, but I don't care about Wentz. I do, and I care for Philly. You guys eat some Philly cheesesteaks, burn a trash can. We'll be back next year. The story of this game is Philly uh, failing to convert on fourth down mm. deep in Seattle territory mm, twice, mm, 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 mm. and. It, you know, you can't win the game if you can't get it on fourth down. You can't win the game when you're playing with a practice squad, man. Well, they're, well, and and a 45 year old quarterback. I mean, can you believe that Josh McCown? He looked was good. it Josh or Luke? Is one of them accounts. The arm on that dude, it's crazy. He was running too. Yeah, jo- it He's was Josh. He's scrambling and shit. 
18 for 24 for 174 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. He's really good until you got film on him, and then he sucks. But, I mean, he's throwing to fucking a bunch of bunch of nobodies. Greg Ward and, da- I mean, Dallas Goddard and, and Ertz were both healthy, but Greg Ward's Boston Scott, Mike Sanders, Deontay Burnett. I mean, who are these people? It a bunch of practice say. squad guys. You can't blame him. No. It's hard to say he that Wentz would do actually. any better, but, uh, and Wentz did... Did fumble at one point, but but it, no one expect. Well, I mean, some people did, but I absolutely did not expect Philly to even be competitive in this game. There's just too many injuries. There's just that's all there's to it. Like, I don't know what else there is to say. Their record sucked. Their team sucked. The conference sucked. Division sucked. The division. Yeah, sucked. Philly sucks. They they deserve nothing. And uh, Seattle wins this game, but I uh, Seattle isn't very good. I don't think this isn't an impressive. Are you kidding? I mean, you go on the road and you win, but Seattle's been good all year. Yeah, I mean, they have injuries, but at least beat to hell. At least they have a respectable record. They finished in a eleven and five. Division. Now they're yeah. twelve and five. So shouts to them in a in a tough division. We'll give you that. All right, let's. Uh, that's it. Let's. We'll quickly. Let, I'll just quickly preview the games. We got to get out of here. Uh, Why are you previewing? We're going to do that later. In the I week? know, but I'm just going to run through them real quick. Okay, let's. let's Saturday, four thirty Eastern. Okay, so three thirty Central. Vikings at 49ers is the first game. Are you excited for this game? Scale of 1 to 10. That's what we'll do. We'll go through these 1 to 10. How excited are you for Vikings at Niners? I mean, Niners are my pick to win the Super Bowl, so I'm excited to see it, especially because you just cursed the Vikings this entire podcast with your pick of them winning. Okay. So I'm excited to call you and tell you how stupid you are. Okay. Okay. What about you? Uh, Well, 1 to 10. So, uh, 8. Oh, I'm like a... because you're not excited about how stupid you are although no i take it back all these games are seven plus i love this this is the best weekend of football the entire year so you're half erect a little over a little over midnight i'm poking okay uh that's a deep cut titans at ravens on the late saturday night game one to ten fully erect all running baby let's go i want to see derrick henry I want to see this crazy Baltimore team that's had so much success. So I want glad to see it's a night game. This is gonna be tight. I I might get inappropriately drunk for this game. I think the well, I'm doing sober January, so I won't. Ravens are I'll gonna call win this you. football game, and they're gonna win it big. I might even come over, and knock on your door. I'm so drunk at the end of this game. This I may or may not be there. I'm coming back from Dallas. Hopefully, I'm back by then. I'm going to Frisco to see JMU play in the national sober? championship. Yeah, D three, D two. Whatever. <laughs> One double A. F- FCS. <laughs> All right. Get Sun- your purple out, boy. Sunday, 3 o'clock. I'm so glad these oh, oh these games are late. Mm. This week they were like noon and 3. This week on I was Sunday. unhappy that the, uh, the, the Philly game was basically over Sunday night by like 7 o'clock. Uh, I don't like that. You're not going to be unhappy this week because the first game is 3 o'clock Eastern time, 2 o'clock Central. Texans at Chiefs. I see Seattle keep getting that late window, man. The, uh, well, because they're West Coast. Yeah, but I don't give a shit about them. They're going to get worked by Green Bay. I'll answer this the first question for you. Ten. Texans at Chiefs, give me a ten. Oh, yeah? I am rock You're hard. You're fully erect? One. Yeah. Ooh. I'm pretty... Give I, me Deshaun yeah. versus Mahomes. Let's go. I think I'm Dak, I'm a gas station dick pill hard on this one. <laughs> okay. Anything could happen. Uh, and then uh, the late game, Seattle at... Green Bay at 6.40 Eastern time, 5.40. So this is going to be pretty late. Well, not that late, but... The Mike McCarthy eat uh, erectile dysfunction bowl. Yeah. You don't feel that way, huh? I think Green Bay's going to work this shit out of them. You do? I, I'm. This is the game that I think I'm least interested in, actually. Neither of these NFC games really appeal to me. 
compared to the AFC games. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll give this a seven. Okay. I mean, I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. I'll be watching. It. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. No shit. I'll be watching. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about it next week. It's gonna be great. All right. That's great. That was a commercial-free episode. Brought to you by MWBK Creative and Sales. Brought to you by Mind of Micah. And Mind of Micah. Should have never reminded you. Check out Mind of Micah on Micah's Year in Review. That's it. That's all. Micah's Year and uh, Q1 Review. Sorry. By the time I I get to part two, it's going to be Q2 in 2020. Let's go. Brad, you got anything else to add? Man, thank you for listening all year. Thank you for listening this year. We're going to do it bigger and better. 2020 is going to be lit. Mm, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.